Hey guys, welcome back to the More Than Sports podcast. And on today's episode, I got a very special guest, and his name is Arvin Puni. Arvin, say what's up. How's it going, guys? Yeah, that's my boy Arvin. I mean, we've go back way back, back to like you know elementary school. Shout out to Beaver Creek Elementary. Wow, for sure, man. It's been like what 12, 13, 14 years. Yeah, I think yeah, 12, 13, 14 years, man. Uh, to everybody that's listening, I want to quickly like tell like the background story between me and Arvin. Like this guy was just like you know in like grade five, and we just kind of like vibed out. And uh, I wasn't super into basketball back then either, but uh, this guy had like a hoop in his backyard, and I remember it's like <laughs> iconic for us. And Classic. we just. And this guy just taught, like, low-key taught me the ropes of how to play because, obviously, I didn't know how to play at the time. I was still getting into the game, but this guy knew, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, I have to give my boy a shout because he's the one that kind of taught me the ropes out there. <laughs> nah, for sure, bro. Yeah. <laughs> nah, we used to hoop, what, all day, every day back in the day, man. Yeah, man. All day, every day. Like, it was exactly. just... It was different before, before school, like during school, after school, it didn't matter. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't matter because like, again, like that area, like I, the one thing I do like, like talking on my podcast is just like telling the the newer generation of like how it was for us growing up as like youngins and stuff like that. For sure. And like our block at that time, it was just like, it was well connected. Like we it was popping, bro. It was popping. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like we played, I think like every sport we did almost every activity and and it was just like like, i tell people all the time that like friendships nowadays is like mostly through phones but when you actually had to go knock on your freaking homie's door and be like yo you want to like hoop or something like yeah and if they they say no you freaking force their ass out (laughs) yeah (laughs) always we did that to you so much bro that's (laughs) too much too much man (laughs) yeah so yeah so like again like there's a lot of people that are like obviously that know us to listen to this as well it's like they know that area like that beaver creek like again that's like our elementary school just around that area like it's just it was different it was very like competitive even like some of the older guys that we kind of like grew up watching for sure man no it was was just super it was a good nice little sports community and i was coming up do you have any yeah. special moments that you remember that you share like you know with your boy over here like do you remember anything oh man <laughs> I, can't, where do i start yeah, <laughs> just literally just what we used to what wake up for school school used to start at eight o'clock or yeah. eight thirty. yeah we'd be up an hour early to go play before yeah. school started yeah and then balling at recess balling at ball. lunch <laughs> balling after school <laughs> going home to eat balling afterwards yeah until the home. lights came out until, until someone's mom came out <laughs> yeah right like that, that's just a very iconic moment i feel like like even people that are listening or even the, like the younger kids don't know because it's a text now it's like yo you, <laughs> like yo you want to link up and it's like yes or no but again when you're when you don't have like a phone to call your parents you just give yeah. them a time like yo mom i'll be back by like 8 p.m like hopefully yeah and you show up back at like 10 and you just get you know <laughs> yeah just rocked them i'm not gonna lie like this is a personal story like i yeah do you you remember the story where like i wasn't allowed to be up for too long like i actually had like like my parents were like nah you're not having it like that bro there's so many times where like i'd come back late and you know we're just like hustling like we're like the dream was you know we're gonna be like athletes one day like we put in time right (laughs) like like, obviously telling your parents that like yo i'm like out here chasing the dream back then they're like yo bro like go read or something you don't like you know what i mean it was just like that all the time the conflict of like 
yo, like I actually want to do this. I see something, but at the same time, like your parents being like, no, like I need you to, to focus on school more because school. they don't know any better either, right? Well, yeah, it's just the way they came up, right? It's just the way they came up, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Then we went on to like high school, where high school was kind of like different too. But uh, we tried yeah, out for the just... ball. We tried out for the ball team. Everybody does story grade eight. Like I don't know. I think at least like ninety yeah, percent of the grade... many people. <laughs> I fucking try out before, man. That was ridiculous. <laughs> Like I remember, I was like, uh, I, I get in there. I'm like, uh, like not gonna cap, but I was like, I should no. probably make the team, right? We but... thought we thought we were, we thought we were hot shit. We thought we get in for sure. hundred <laughs> percent. Like, obviously, like when I assessed that night going back, like I look back on it, it's like it was kind of like a hundred, hundred fifty people. I felt like trying out for the team. I felt uh, like every well, dude in that in that our grade tried out. Like that's how it, it was. Even the ones that couldn't ball tied out for sure. <laughs> yeah, it was just like it was just a get together, I guess. But um the one thing that like that moment taught me was like that was the first time I was kind of like outside my comfort zone. Where I for mean sure. like where again you're meeting new people, but at like the beginning stage of high school, especially again, no phones, guys. Like I'm telling you, there were no phones back then. Nah, sure. I was on the develop. But um yeah like actually like talking to people because again like my comfort level was only hanging out with the people i knew from elementary right exactly yeah so then i had to be like oh like i see that guy really he's pretty good like he's a move that i like i want to ask him how to do it but do i, I go can i i can't ask him <laughs> <laughs> it's too competitive back in the day bro. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was school against school against school right 100 percent. So. yeah i mean like beaver was pretty nasty with it but like our year we just didn't like I felt like we failed expectations, not yeah, gonna lie. Yeah, we had a lot like, more hype for sure. <laughs> we, we did, and we just didn't like live up to them. Yeah, that, like, that's one thing. Yeah, like, again, we just have like a basketball background. It's not, it's not like we didn't play any other sports. It was just no, that we, yeah, legit, yeah. during art like time, it was just, we were just hoopers, just pure yeah, on hoopers. It was it was, it was the time that ball just kind of, you know, I, transcended. And it was the early 2000s, it was like yeah. crazy. Yeah, this is what like most uh, people don't realize. Like LeBron was still in the league, you guys. By the way, like 2006, 2007, 2008 is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good for sure. Because <laughs> most people only know LeBron from like the Miami LeBron. Even some of my, 20, even yeah. like my some of our younger cousins, I'm always they're like, yo, LeBron was sick. Yo, I was like, yeah, you guys miss like the old LB though. Like they, they miss that killer man, like the killer killer. <laughs> yeah, I always tell people this, right? Um, they always make obviously the comparison of like, yo, LeBron's not a killer. He does it, you know. He's like a nice guy. Past you gotta, first you gotta guy. watch his first ten years, man. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn. Like LeBron <laughs> when he was young, he. I always thought like LeBron's so smart that he overthinks sometimes. For sure. But back then he was just hooping, bro. This guy was just different back then. You realize it now. Yeah, because we watched him, right? We legit watched him. Like he, we grew up with him. We feel like. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> like that 03 draft class for us was was oh, probably yeah. the most iconic thing to happen for us. I feel like you know? I'm not gonna lie, but I feel like you were the guy that kind of like you know like I remember when Miami had that team with Shaq. D Wade, yep. Gary yep, Payne, boys, Gary Payne, everyone, man. Holy, you, you always white had, chocolate. <laughs> yeah, you, you were the one guy that has always been a Miami Heat fan from like day one. Like that's that's all D Wade, man. Legit. That's what I wanted to ask you. What made yeah. you be like? Okay, you had older brothers, by the way, who yeah. like are also into basketball, so you already had an influence. 
you sure. saw great players before like most of us did but what made you be like yo that's my guy like I that's thought, my guy that's d wade's my guy bro it's just you know he wasn't the biggest guy of the draft he wasn't the, the highest prospect you know he was yeah. what the fifth to pick you know uh, he wasn't the mellow yeah. he wasn't the lebron yeah, and yeah. It, was, it was good but you know that mark that last year marquette kind of got overlooked where he took him to the final four 100 sure. most people um, don't know about like d wade like before like he became flash this guy on marquette was giving it to him that, He's a killer, man. <laughs> like a legit killer. Yeah. He's such a skinny, scrawny kid, but he would just come at you, come at your chest all day. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Um, yeah. Sorry. So, um, yeah. So just being, you know, not the, the biggest, strongest guy, and, but just giving your all, all day in and out. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. He put in that work and he got that chip early, man. Yeah, so he I, did. It was crazy. Yeah. Is there anything that you, like, again, I'm like, obviously I'm a basketball fanatic. Like, is there anything that when you saw D-Wade, they're like, his game i want to play it or was there another player where you were like i play like him and i try to do things he does um you know early on d wade i feel like was more of like a, a slasher yeah he was yeah you know that wasn't really my kind of play style i feel like yeah. that was your kind of play style <laughs> yeah you, know, you used to just put your head down and go at the rim <laughs> yeah um i i, I used to just shoot yeah you, I, I used yeah. to just shoot yeah so you did any, yeah any any color like <laughs> my, my second or third favorite player is probably T-Mac, so... Oh, you gotta give T-Mac love, man. Oh my god, that guy's right, fucking so iconic. Pure hooper, pure scorer, so... 100%, yeah. Someone like that is definitely who influenced my game earlier on. Damn, yeah. yeah. Okay, then who would you compare my game on since you watched me? This should be interesting. I'll give you my take on who I think you played like, by the way. Um, who you played like? It could be recent, it doesn't have to be old school too. Like, yeah, you, yeah, like the, sure. This guy's game mirrors him. Definitely. Um, I have to be like some kind of like, yeah, guy that just slashed to the rim. <laughs> kind of like a, you know, like maybe like a, like a, like a younger DeMar DeRozan or something younger like that. Younger DeMar DeRozan. That's not a bad comparison. You I just know, feel, I just feel like were, I have you, better you, passing you ability. Sort. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. And, and better defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. But I'm feeling like just on that offensive end. Yeah, you're right. I liked it. Field, you kind of just like that. Slash. Yeah. I remember you're the only one that used to just drive hard to the net. Yeah. All day. That, yeah. <laughs> Right, you didn't care who was in front of you, so yeah. yeah I always said that. Like one thing I learned early on when I played was um, playing a game that most people want to want to play. So most people always like the first thing when you do when you play basketball is you pick it up and you shoot. Uh, it could be from distance or it's always a shot. Most people don't go up and try to do a layup, right? So when I was watching, I was like, okay, my game has to be different because I wasn't a great shooter. I was like decent, but like I had my moments, but. Uh -huh you have to be good at something that most people aren't willing to be really good at. So I was like, okay, if okay. I have to be that guy where I have to be put my head down, get to the rim, take the, foul, take, all day. take the foul or like just create a crowd where I can kick it out to you and you make that three, right? That, exactly. That's what it was. And I, I, like I always said, like I watched LeBron, who's probably like easy because I learned his driving skills, his IQ of the game and understanding. Another guy that I love telling people that I loved was Steve Nash. Yo, bro, 22 no, Sportsnet Pacific Nash, sure. at nighttime. Oh my God, with the Suns, everybody knows. <laughs> You watch Captain Canada go to work, man. <laughs> yeah, like Steve Nash was where I learned from being okay. That, that like that be unselfish even more than I'm watching LeBron. LeBron's unselfish, but Steve Nash Definitely. was like, I'm trying to get you a bucket. Like that's one thing. Like I'll notice is like Steve Nash always got people involved. So it doesn't feel like you're oh, just definitely. playing to get the dub, but he's also including you. 
it's like that Chris Paul kind of play, man. Hundred uh, you know? percent. Yeah, yeah. He makes he makes everyone on the team better. <laughs> yeah, CP three sure. early days was nasty too in New Orleans. Oh it's my nasty. god, man. It's crazy how all these guys just came out as killers, right? And now they're just kind of they all settled into the roles later <laughs> on in life. Yeah, if you think about it, we the only guy that is like killing it still is LeBron, which is yeah, like. Yeah. But if somebody told me back when we watched him, like when we grew up on him, and he's like LeBron would be like this this year, like at this time, I would be like, 18. yeah, I think so, hundred percent. Don't you think so? You'd be like, who, 100%. who did it? He was the <laughs> most hot, like sought after prospect after Jordan. Like he was oh, just anyone. built different. He's just yeah. built different. Exactly. And who who didn't think that he was in the last eighteen years, right? Let's get Bill this baby. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate that guy, man. Yeah, that, that guy's a that guy's a different level. But um, that guy's a dope, yeah. yeah. But like, I'm gonna go back to D Wade because I got For more sure. appreciation. Like, you always repped D Wade, and I respected that because D Wade, when I watched him play, was making the most ridiculous layups with his slash. He, I love the Euro step, but I always try to run it like D Wade's Euro step because it was so smooth it was man yeah it was. i loved and i that's one thing and then once he got lebron on his team which is kind of like i was like okay like lebron's top dog but like that was a that was a good time for me being a <laughs> fan for sure 100 i'm like you're lebron's top dog but like how's this gonna work between d wade nah, and lebron because that season before d wade what average what 28 29 points i honestly believe d wade should have won mvp that year it's close man it's close he, he had <laughs> he, he had the iconic moment where he has that overtime game against the bulls and he hits that one leg at three and that that, that picture actually becomes the house of highlights picture iconic bro iconic i'm like <laughs> lebron was great obviously like but i i'm like okay lebron's probably gonna get two three mvps just because he's fucking lebron james he's just lebron james though. but like yeah like get d-wade this one like he deserved it bro <laughs> he was respect, insane that sure. year my god bro like and then yeah i was just wondering okay lebron's a bad dude d-wade just came off a season where he's literally like i'm I, i'm like i'm sitting at the same dinner table as that's you bro. Him. like that's oh, me sure. right yep and i'm like how are they gonna like do this right for sure and i guess the first year they were trying like they just lebron was in his own head of being like is this my team or is this mm-hmm. d wade's team right that's what it was right and what was your take going on to that because again like you're a miami heat fan like you're an actual loyal fan and you For have sure. and you have wade county what they call it out there <laughs> we're saying no, fucking no, no. the lebron witnesses and what he brings what did you think you're like did you have a problem with it I, I felt like it just it was just LeBron not settling into into the position that he needed to settle. Yeah. But D Wade had taken the step back already. Yeah. You you think? I I, I think th- I think <laughs> I think initially. Yeah. Maybe not. But D you know D Wade knew after he he had to take a step back in order for them to t- to extend to the next level and take that championship. I but, honestly I agree I agree a hundred percent with you because yeah. I've like they're boys they're actually like hella oh, tight. Like, Tight yeah and i and I, i'm like if there's one guy that like even like from basketball sense i'm like the one that guy that has to make this sacrifice is just d wade because lebron can't do it he can't, he can't do it no he, like you can't we can't win if he doesn't do it if he doesn't sorry yeah you're right, right? yeah so like, like you can't you can't expect lebron to take a step back where are you where's that gonna take you yeah like, like even on. if i felt like lebron deep down if D Wade came to him, it was like, "Yo, I'm gonna be the man. You're gonna be my sidekick." I think LeBron would have been down with it. Yeah, but, they're that close of friends for sure. But but the 
the narrative and the media would have been like what LeBron is just like like you know yeah, what I no, mean no, no. yeah that's D Wade team what did LeBron do this time yeah. taking the number yeah. two spot you know yeah so they yeah. lose in 2011 to the Dallas Mavericks yep. that's the same year the Vancouver Canucks lost the Stanley Cup to the Boston Bruins tragically I'm tragically. going through my sorrows of and LeBron needs finally a chip for all the naysayers out there, right? And he's for killing sure. it, bro. He's he he's guarding D Rose made him look like just an average point guard that year. Yep. They come and they come back from like a crazy three one when they're up the series and they're down like fifteen with like three minutes left in the fourth quarter. Him and D Wade just kill it, kill win it. game five, win game one in the NBA Finals, and then lose to game two. And then after that, remember? Do you remember this? D Wade and LeBron is game three or something. Dirk yeah. Nowitzki caught the cold or some shit. I can't remember what it was, uh-huh. but they're like coming out of like NBX type of vibes. They're coming out like, oh, I think I got a cold. Yeah, you <laughs> both of them together. I'm like, wait, what? What are you guys doing, right? <laughs> you guys don't do this. What the hell? And Dirk's like, even answered. He's like, I think that's a little childish. Yeah, for sure. The thing about that. Yeah, go ahead. I said I don't remember the exact moment, but I do remember something like that happening for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to that series, though. Um, yes, and that was the first time. It's like you know when you talk to someone and you just have like understanding, but you don't acknowledge shit. You're just like we understand each other. It's chill. Yep. It worked all the way fine until that moment. Until that where, moment. For sure. Where it was like, okay, who are we running the offense through now? Because the Mavericks are a great team, a smart team, and that that Maverick team was great defensively. Unbelievable, yeah. And do we go through D Wade? Because D Wade that series is going crazy, crazy. And LeBron is like, okay, D Wade's going crazy. Okay, I'm gonna give him the ball, but like, I want to go crazy too. Yeah, but he didn't do it because he D Wade's going crazy, and he's like, that's my boy. I'm gonna get him the ball. Like, I'll take the seat. You feed the hot hand, then right? But he's fucking up his own psyche and like rhythm and stuff. Then you start hearing on media like your worst LeBron James in the fourth quarter. You only scored two points, and I'm like, most definitely. I was like, oh shit, this dude's really like mind fucked himself. He (laughs) has because they didn't have that talk. Not for sure, man. Because D Wade just expected LeBron to be the guy and just take it over. Yeah. But LeBron wasn't ready. I always say LeBron wasn't. wasn't It wasn't solidified. It was not solidified. Nope. And that's that's the reason they didn't win. Come on, okay. you can't. You think those guys wouldn't win the ship the first year, man? That's too much. That's too much talent. And we're talking about these two, and we haven't even talked about Chris Bosh on the side yet. Yeah, like Chris Bosh is just like Bosch. holy. Yeah. That's just another one, right? I tell people all the time, I'm like, like LeBron lost the 2011 Finals, but that guy mentally was just fucked that series. I you can't. Yeah, man. Like, that's your best friend at the time, and he's, you want him. You don't. You don't want him to step back. Yeah, you don't want to step on his toes. That entire that's probably the most uncomfortable he's probably been in the NBA in his life. Hundred percent, whole career, one hundred percent. Because remember, he was also like, "I'm trying to play the bad guy because he's not initially a bad guy." LeBron's like a fun, like joking guy. So he was being someone he wasn't used to being. No, most definitely not. But all the LeBron haters probably do not want to hear that. What can they? What can? What can they say now, man? <laughs> yeah, but like quickly to end it out, I want to talk about the D Wade. Um, yeah, yeah. So D Wade goes back that summer. They go set. He goes to him and he's like, "Yo, Brown, like, I'll take the seat back. I'll give like, you the keys. You're gonna be the guy." Yep. 
it's time that's when i was like yo d wade you're an elite human being man oh my no, god legit, that's when the level of respect from every player from any analyst or anyone that spoke about d wade just shot to a next level bro i was like he said you're asking like... a guy at the top of his career <laughs> to step back because a guy that's even greater you'd say yeah is on the same team as him it's unreal it's I when I heard that I'm like yo D Wade like you and LeBron's relationship is just di- it's that's different a, man that's like that's, that's like brother, yeah hundred percent because again like you said I think D Wade realized like LeBron can't take it like LeBron can't be the backseat because he's just and he just needs to be told like go he needs a green light and then yeah, he's just gonna go and back. when when that happened game over <laughs> LeBron took off like it was like. He, he brought that killer instinct back from his early Cavs years, man. Yeah, 100%. And, well, he, he was putting his head down driving. He was hitting threes over people like it was nothing. It was just ridiculous, man. That, I always say, I'm going to ask you another question before we end. Uh, what's D-Wade's best season, you think? You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to just say that early that early year, man. 2006? 06 when they won the championship? Just because, just cause, simply because of what he did in that finals, man. Averaging over 30 points a game, just taking over. You know, he had Shaq, he had the boys, but... He if killed he it. Ain't there, they're nowhere. They're nowhere near that championship. I have that. Uh, I think, yeah. In terms of greatness, like of D Wade's career, sure. that's his best season. But in yeah. terms of like numbers and shit, I think it was 2009, right, when he should have won MVP. Yeah, it was the one year. Yeah, before LeBron came. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think we kind of agree on that. And uh, LeBron season, which one do you think is the best, LeBron? And which which one is his greatest? Uh, What's his best like performance-wise, and then what, yeah. what do you think his greatest was? Greatest, greatest got to be the twenty sixteen. For you, for you, it doesn't have to be like no, uh, for sure that twenty sixteen for sure. That's bro. your Coming greatest back. season for LeBron. Yes, most definitely, bro. Coming back from three one, we'll, we'll never, we'll never see that again. I don't yeah. Think ever, <laughs> um, performance-wise, it it have to be yeah that first championship year with Miami. Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Okay, I. He, okay, just, yeah. he just went into a different mode after you know whatever happened last year chip on his shoulder and he just took that team man, man started doing meditations <laughs> crazy just he locked crazy. in mentally man that guy was different that year i think he shot like 60 percent that year it was a crazy was, number his three point yeah he's was, he was, he was shooting lights out legit. Yeah, that was okay yeah. and then for me i have uh his greatest season i have as like let me guess let me guess are you gonna say you might say his earlier years, like a 2008 or 2009, maybe. Greatest? Yeah. I, I no greatest. I have with you. I, I, MVP years? You you uh, no 2016. Okay, 2016. Yeah, yeah. I like you can't because that's again it's never been done. Iconic. He, man. he beat a team that was the best team according to like statistics and stuff like that. Yeah. And he beat the MVP and was like, "Yo, this is my league. Get the hell out." Yeah. That that's legit what he did. <laughs> Crazy man. And he has the. I think he has like people don't understand the moment and people might be like you're crazy but i'm gonna say anyways he has the greatest moments greatest moment in the nba finals that block that blocks up there bro it's he <laughs> most definitely most definitely man the way he blocked that shot was i knew he was gonna block it by the way i knew he was gonna block it because <laughs> when Kyrie did that dumbass layup and it was and i lebron started running i'm like just running he just took he, off he, he, he's blocking this shit he legit There's just no... put his head down he hit full top speed and he just Jumped. <laughs> Crazy, st- Stan Van Gundy. Wow. <laughs> Did we just see that happen? <laughs> 
Unreal, man. Unreal. That was insane. Okay, that's his best, uh, greatest season. The best LeBron I saw. Guess it. Let's see if you know. In my opinion, that I think. Are you gonna say last year? No. I'll give you one I, shot. One more shot. I, I have no idea that man. I have LeBron's 2018 season when Kyrie debunks him. Like, yo, I'm okay, a man. Some. Okay. Yeah. I see. That's the best I've seen LeBron play on the offensive end, where I'm like, he's flawless why no, i say that yeah, for sure dude this guy like yeah, that's, some... such, that's a slept on year man he, he now thinking on... about it just think of this one. he he put on uh game one against the warriors yeah oh my fucking god this guy this is legit god tier mode 54 or 55 points 10 assists you're bringing 60 back rebounds yeah, yeah three God, blocks and the warriors had the balls to shit talk him when J.R. Smith had the greatest non-moment. In- yeah, the Shaq, biggest Shaq in a full moment we've ever oh. probably seen. <laughs> I, like, I, I tell people all the time when they talk about, like, yo, LeBron's, like, in his finals, he doesn't do well. Yeah. Tell me one person, great finals person, who's Michael Jordan, who's had a moment like that. Where you're, you're putting up 55 points. 12 fucking thing against Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Andre Iguodala. Just packed, man. And that <laughs> just single-handed, I, single-handedly is the biggest. That's the biggest part of it too, because like just triple team the guy, right? Like whatever, do whatever you can, but you can't stop him. Like you cannot stop him. I'm, I, I, I always when people are like, "Yo, LeBron's this." I'm like, put yourself in your shoes. Game one against a, 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 going up against a team that nobody can be they're flawless and you're like you know what they called me this guy for a reason chosen one on the back respect it that's why i respect it because like for sure man you can put a lebron up against anyone and he will make it a game most definitely bro you can doesn't matter who's around me, you are fucking beaver crew could go to the nba finals with lebron james that that's how talented that man is on yeah, carrying teams well we'll take on like one of those hurt knicks teams or something like that for sure <laughs> oh my god bro speaking of that like uh i remember i when i was growing up like i was super into cards and i used to have these sports cards right and one of my favorite cards that i had was uh, like by the way we're like canadian and stuff so it's very hard for us to get like NBA cards are like any no, of those sure. we, we only had hockey NBA. cards hockey only cards hockey is like man, the main thing so I remember uh, I started collecting them I remember the McDonald's when the McDonald's had those the McDonald's, yep. those are classics right yep. I got this like Marcus Naslin card and I remember I always kept it and I was like yo should I just keep this card I'll mm-hmm. just have it right but I remember I just like as a kid you just play around with them like thinking yeah, we like, used to just trade them you know take yeah. them to school and uh eventually i looked into that card and the re like the value of that card now is <laughs> insane right no, for sure bro yeah and i know that you're super into cards <laughs> for sure man yeah, yeah 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 just got into the card thing so um yeah man like if anyone's held on to anything from when they were like a, a child or you know if they're someone passed it on to them mm-hmm. they're they're just sitting on a gold mine now man yeah the, the the boom in this past in these past sorry like three or four years yeah it's been exponential man yeah what made you get into like were you always into sports cards like were you always collecting them or was well as like... as kids and stuff you remember always just having yeah. cards on us yeah, hockey yeah, cards yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. we used to just take them to school trade them with other kids um, yeah yeah show them off yeah show them off even yeah. like other like pokemon like you know yeah, yeah, all that yeah, kind of stuff yeah, right? yeah. 
so yeah just kind of stemmed from there and then um you know i still had some of mine from old back in the day and then uh yeah just recently i kind of looked into this again and i was like yo like what's What's, kind of saw like it? a buzz on Instagram, saw yeah. a buzz, you know, going on online. I'm like, I gotta look into this. I'm like, people are just hyping it back up. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah. and early earlier this year, I looked back probably like, I'd say like February, March, kind of like where that COVID kind of thing started at the start of it. Yeah. Um, so everyone kind of had time, you know. Yeah. For themselves, sitting yeah. at home, you know, on the computers. And these cards just started becoming like, <laughs> like stocks, like honestly, like stocks. Yeah. So I, I like I've seen cards that are two hundred bucks in February. Yeah. That are now selling for ten thousand dollars in less than a year. Right. So like <laughs> now imagine now imagine if you have like ten of those, right? Like a stock. Yeah. Right. You're making crazy, crazy gains on your cards, right? Yeah. And 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 it's 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 making a comeback now. So and and it's because it's because of these investors and stuff that are coming into it, just keep yeah. driving these prices up. Yeah. And 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 the hobby just growing and the community's growing and it's just one of those things and it's just getting more and more media hype. Yeah. Yeah. So like you'll probably start seeing about it too on Instagram. Like yeah, I know eventually. You follow, yeah. You yeah. follow my page and all that. What's you know, your page yeah. again? Uh yeah. So you can definitely check me out at uh, 604 cards 604 underscore cards on instagram i'll also put that in the link yeah most definitely um i just show off my collection talk about sports cards um talk about the current market trends and all that kind of stuff yeah and yeah just uh engage with the kind of the card community i kind of call it yeah okay um i have a question for you now your top yeah. three cards that you have that you wouldn't sell <laughs> no, a better question. Better question. Top yeah. three cards you could get that you wouldn't sell. Top three cards that I could get that I wouldn't sell. Like you just have them just because they're like sick cards. Um, anything LeBron, anything like rookie LeBron for sure. Yeah. Uh, probably something old school, like an MJ. Mm-hmm. And then gotta gotta go with Dwayne Wade, man. Yeah. That's my boy. That's my boy. <laughs> okay, of course you gotta go D Wade, right? Um, what's sure. the most valued card? Like just in general, or a sports card? card. Sports like, card. Like like in the market? In the market, yeah. <laughs> I guess they're gonna blow your mind, but uh, a card I actually just sold today. It was a baseball card from 1952. Damn, I know my baseball. Maybe not like that though, but yeah. You know, you know Mickey Mantle. He's pretty famous. Mickey Mantle. Yankees. I'm more of a Babe Ruth type of era for guy. Sure, for sure. Okay, so he's one of the super like iconic players from back in the day. Okay. Um, a guy named Rob G yeah. on Instagram just purchased that card, like in a proper like like a graded version of it. Yeah. Like so, it's not like just raw. It's like properly authenticized like through a company and stuff. Yeah. Um, it was the most expensive transaction on a card ever today, and it was. What was it? Give us the numbers. Uh, million dollars. No shot. (laughs) 5.9 million dollars. For somebody that doesn't like perspective wise, it's just a cardboard. It's it's a piece of cardboard inside of a plastic case (laughs) and it's graded by a company, right? But it's from 1952. It's, It's in nice condition. It's graded 9 out of 10. So it's mint. Okay, it's mint. Yeah. But it's a piece of cardboard. And it can be ruined if you took it out of that case with water. And it's 5.2 freaking million dollars, bro. 
We're living in the perfect generation. I'm telling you, bro. We're, we're living in the most craziest generation ever, bro. This is crazy. And it's just getting started. That's that's a piece of art now. Like it's not even a card anymore. Yeah, like I like think about it. Back then, when we were like youngins and stuff, we had these crazy cards and stuff like that. But we played with them, like like bro. Like I was talking about to, with my brother this other like the other day. Like, yeah. We had we had these Charizard cards back in the day when Pokemon was hot, right? Yeah. And I was like, I was like to my brother, he never knew about any of the resale markets, the crazy market, like the uptick in the in the market. Yeah. So like, yo, what kind of cards did you have back in the day? Like, do you remember? He goes, shit, I probably had like maybe a Charizard or two. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, you want to know what that Charizard's worth like now? He's like, well, he's like, tell what? me like 10 he's bucks. Like, he's like, he's like, what, probably like 50, 60 bucks. And I pulled that card up and I'm like, if you had put that in a, like a nice case and kept it sealed, yeah. and you looked at it now after like 15, 20 years, yeah. that card is worth $350,000. <laughs> I'm like, you can go buy a freaking house. You put a down payment on a house for that much. <laughs> A with, a piece, of with a piece of cardboard that we used to take to school and trade to other kids for other pieces of cardboard. So we were trading back then, potentially, $300,000 cards that we didn't know about to young, other kids. Young investors, I would call it. Young investors, <laughs> but we didn't make any money. That's the part of it. Yeah, we were just, we were again, just doing it for the hell of it. We're just, time, we're just yeah, fun, yeah, man. Yeah, that, that was just, I always tell people, like, back then, it's just it's simpler times, it's, man. Simpler times, man. Like, who, like, who cares about your card getting a little dirt on it or this and that? Just take it to school. You like you don't like this one? Trade it for another one. Yeah, bro. 100%. Just simpler times, yeah. For sure. And then, like, do you remember those, like, kids that used to walk around with binders and stuff? Yeah, yeah. The yeah, flexors, they're probably, they're, the flexors. They're probably, they're probably millionaires now. That's all I gotta say. Hundred percent. Like I had a few homies that were like super into collecting like uh, yeah. cards. Like they were so big in cards. I yeah. even gave it to a couple of them, and uh, this used to be like a lot of sports cards. Like God, one guy was like, "I'm gonna collect every sports card of every single player." Yeah. In my time, the ones that I fuck with, and I'm like, "No shot." He's like, "I will do it." I'm just thinking back of like that guy probably bro that guy's probably sitting in like Hollywood living in a house that's like on the hill or something I remember that guy that told me I would never get all those cards cards and now I'm like sitting on a 20 million dollar collection or something like that right crazy, well, just, yeah different times man yeah exactly but like yeah like I was saying man like these past you know two three years the uptick in this market has just been ridiculous you're gonna start seeing more of it now I, I guarantee it it's, it's starting to get onto like mainstream media and stuff Yep. Like, especially with this $5.9 million card being sold, <laughs> you'll see it on the news or something. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. The thing is, like, uh, the, the, like the time between, like, even us and the people going forward is, like, yeah. my brother, who's, like, super young, yeah. and, like, he grew up with, like, the phone, right? Yeah. So when we were getting knowledge and stuff like that it was like word to mouth kind of or just like radios and stuff like that effort Definitely. i would say just effort you'd have to put an effort to get to know some certain things for sure you can't and just google so. yeah now it's just like i will i'll be talking i'll just be like before i even figure out a trade or something my brother will like hit me with the text like yo this guy got traded yo this guy got traded like not for sure thinking, thinking he's like whoa like before like <laughs> i even get it on my phone right and it's just like wow like times are just so much different because of like stuff like that for sure man back in the day you have to wait till like the you know the sports net at 10 p.m <laughs> or don taylor you'd be up you'd be up past your bedtime first of all yeah just to see highlights just to see highlights, man. Just to see highlights. You sit there for an hour watching highlights, bro. You watch them twice, even if you had to. Yeah, I said, I said, it's just like, like I can't. Sometimes when I'm talking to him, I'm like, yo, do you, do you know that like I had to like sit in front of a TV and like 
Like watch wait, it, wait, like when my show would come on, right? He's like, what are you talking about? Why would you do that? Why would you wait for your show to come on? Just put it on Netflix, right? <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's just like, yeah. Another thing that you did, you were crazy, yeah, but you like kind of kept it on the DL. I was like, yo, man, you're a sick bugger. That dancer out here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Not for sure, man. That's something I've been doing, man, for like, what, 15, 16, 17 years now? See, like, I didn't even know that, to be That's honest. That's what I'm saying. Bro. No, like, one, we, no, one, no one really knew until I was in high school. Or like, yo, no wait, wait, what? Arvind has Pangra? Wait, what? Yeah, no, it's just a little <laughs> side hobby, you know? Kind of, kind of like, super interested in. What what, um, made, what made you get into it, though? Honestly, it was because uh, of, like, my uncle, my mama. Yeah. He, when he first came from India and stuff, he was super into it and stuff. And then he had come to Surrey and, like, you know, started his own team and stuff. And then yeah. I was just super young back then and just yeah. watching these older guys like it was, it, was, it, was kind of, it was pretty fun watching them man. it's like you know 12 guys synchronized for like 8 to 12 minutes and you're just learning you're just like and, I'm and, and I'd just be on the side and he'd just take me to practice sometimes I'd just be sitting on the side and be like shit this is pretty cool like I want to learn this right yeah <laughs> and Perspe- then that's how, pretty much how I started just think about it like you did that because you had no you had no phone think about a kid exact same scenario as you now yep he's i doubt he's paying attention he's on his phone he's on his phone for sure he's wow holy, <laughs> wow right because... whereas i was just locked into these guys jaw on the floor like just like how are these guys doing this shit yeah because your attention you have nothing's on your mind of like oh i have to reply to this bro i have to check my feed or i have to do this you're like oh i'm in this room i'm here with my mama and like oh, people are doing some shit oh it's kind of cool oh shit wait what okay i'm into it now like i want to pick this up i want to pick this up and what 17 years later i traveled pretty much across like all of north america competing and all that you know and doing shows and yeah do you think it would like obviously we all have like goals like what we want to become in life and stuff like that but did you sure. ever think you being like when you started getting to Pangara that it would make you like a tour across north america did you ever oh, think no it'd get chance, to that level man. no not at all um i i, I just wanted to learn the, yeah. the, the moves and stuff you know so i could yeah. you know just be familiar with that i, I never thought that i'd excel wow. at it or be able to you know now have my own team and i coach <laughs> now like before i was being coached on now i coach so it's kind of and it was just of, a, it was over. just a side hobby at, at your time when you were doing it not for sure because i was more into like soccer as a kid yeah um, I, grew up, I grew up in soccer the first ever sport that i actually played yeah um so i kicked soccer to the curb because of this actually because i had no time for both <laughs> so i had to choose one and i kicked soccer to the curb for this and it's a great decision it was a great decision yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean like yeah so i was gonna say that um because one of my friends she dances as well and i <laughs> when i i love dancing too like i'm not like super like bangada like i like music but I'm more into like hip hop dancing because I feel sure, like I can vibe out a bit more. Like I always had it. Like one thing I was tell people that when I was younger, I used to play like Michael Jackson CD, and I would just vibe out to what I can to the beat. For sure, I, was, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know what the hell to do. Like I saw his videos like barely here and there, but like yeah, I was like, oh. I was like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I love Michael Jackson. For I'm sure. like, okay, I'm gonna listen to the beat. I'm just, like, my body's already wants to move. I tell the people all the time, like if when I'm out and they're always like. Yo, why are you always dancing so much? Like, what's uh-huh. into you? I'm like, when I hear a song, it's not me. My body just starts like moving. Okay. Like it wants to do something. That's exactly how I feel now, man. <laughs> like I, a song comes on and the first thing that comes into my head, I'll just start, you know, 
and you, thinking about a step or like a move or something. In my mind, like sometimes, even when I'm walking with my friends and stuff, and if there, there's a song, like sometimes it's something playing in my head, and I'm just like, yep. da, 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 and they're just like, "What are you doing?" Like, what are you doing, right? <laughs> I'm like, "Yo, I'm I'm playing a song in my head, and I'm just vibing out." Like and the body just moves, man. It just moves, like that's what, like I feel like that's what's it's like. I'm not a dancer like that though, but I feel like you that's can exactly, get better inside. That's exactly what it is, bro. It's like when you hear like a tune, you're you're just like. I'm down. Let's just get it. Like I'm down to dance. Like that's what I get into. That's what it is, man. It's, it's it's just a vibe, man. It's just a feeling, you know. Yeah. So like I was talking to her, and she was just like, "Yeah, like hip hop dancing is amazing." Like she's like, "I think it's a form of art, like the way we perform and everything like that." And like you guys compete and stuff like that too. Yeah. But like, do you think dance is like a pro, like a sport? Like would you put it under sport? Because I I I think it is. I I, I wouldn't. It has sports like tendencies. There's a lot yeah. of cross. There's a lot of crossovers for sure. Like the yeah. teamwork aspect, you know, yeah. putting in the work, putting in the practice time, and all that. Yeah, it, for sure. But I, I still consider it more of an art form, just because it form. is a, it is a dance at the end of the day. Yeah, and I feel that dance forms are art, are form art, form of art. Yeah. Because I always thought like, because I started watching more because of, again, like once your body starts moving, then I'm like, okay, I, I want to see people versus each other. Yep. and there's like that competitiveness that Spirit. you see it's like yep. again like any like I, I say it's a sport because again you said it you think it's more an art form i think it's a sport but again it's more of an art form yep. but i think it can be sport because there's competition there's teams you have to it's like routine it's basically what every sport does to become no, great that's at what what I'm they saying. Do. in that in that aspect for sure you can consider a sport because we go to these competitions yeah. we're getting we're getting the you know the gold the silver the, the bronze pretty much right the first second, and there's third. like competition and there's like yeah. beef too like you see a homie and, maybe and you're like i'm better than we better than you yeah and you're all putting in you know three four five months of work and yeah. it's whoever's gonna come out on top right yeah so yeah for sure it is but i'm talking about strictly in the dance form of it like just the dance. just the dance no like it's raw form it's, yeah. it's for sure just an art form that's sure. an art form i yeah, bet but, it, but for sure that competitive aspect of it yeah it's definitely like a sport yeah yeah because i i'm always just like yeah like I, to me if i if, if i'm thinking of like maybe like doing this like a full time because at one time i just wanted to where i'm like i actually want to commit myself and learn what i think my body body is capable of doing because there's certain moves obviously that i'll do but i'm always doing to the beat but i'm not actually going out there like you said like watching routine watching what the sync is having yeah. like that one two three step oh okay i'm gonna hit this or like that and when again like when i i, I watched you too i was like okay like it's hand eye is usually a big thing too right and knowing yourself yeah. and when i watched her i was like yo she's crazy like holy shit like I think no, I it's can... a lot of it's a lot of crossovers, man, for sure. I'm like, <laughs> I think I can do this. I yeah, think no, it, I can, it's, but it's it so comes, much it time and like effort that too. Pure ability, that pure ability comes out into it, like too, like you know, having like, or sorry, the physical ability, like you know, having the stamina for it, having you know, being in shape and all. Yeah. That. What do you What do you think it is more like? People say that basketball or like most sports are like seventy percent mental and thirty yeah. percent physical. Yeah. What would you say? dances i'd say or pangara both I'd, I'd say about the same you think it's more mental i think it's more mental yeah why do you say that because your body's always gonna tell you to stop and to, and to not yeah and to not and to not you know pick your leg up a little bit higher or to to pick your hand up a little higher mm -hmm. at the end of the day 
it's in your head and you're gonna tell your body to do what it wants to do right yeah yeah so like i when i go to practice and i tell my guys like they'll start slacking off and i'm telling them you're not gonna die today at practice like you practice your heart out right yeah. leave your blood sweat and tears on the floor yeah walk away with nothing left yeah and you best do that every time you come to my practice and <laughs> and that's what they and that's legit what they do they come they show up and and yeah we get we get shit done Damn, you 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 like Denzel Washington out here. I mean, uh, <laughs> remember the Titans type. Don't you have to. You have to, bro. Sometimes, man. <laughs> oh, okay. Now you're. In, yeah, right, it's that Coach Carter. It's that Coach Carver kind of mentality, Coach bro. Carter, you know that. Yeah, yeah, you remember these classic movies, you know, bro. Yeah, those are classics. <laughs> I like. Yeah, but quickly just touch up on. You said you're doing co. You're coaching technically. Um, yeah. How is that? Like, how do you find the aspect of? Okay, I have this great knowledge. I've done great, but yeah. now I have to be a teacher. And I have to teach. Uh, you do you teach all ages? Uh, I have taught all ages, yeah. But I mostly just teach like my competitive team. Like, okay, so yeah, competitive. So you're it's like the highest level. The highest yes, level. Yeah. So you're basically like Bill Belichick in the sense of like, oh, <laughs> right, all right. So basically, that's what I'm relating. That's a crossover. Yeah, that's so, a crossover for sure. <laughs> so, so like, how do you go down? So, like, what's some things you've learned where you're like, okay, I like, I always say when I'm teaching certain people and when I'm like basketball, I see mm-hmm. something in my head and I get it. But they don't see it that way, and I have to find different ways to teach them what I see without me being like, "You're just that guy. Like you're, you're not, you're not gonna get it." So for me, I've always like been like, "Okay, that's one thing. Look at it from a different perspective. This guy has the talent. He has the talent, but like he's just not getting what I'm seeing. So how do I tell him in a different way?" So what are the things that you've learned? Oh man, there's a lot. There's a lot. Because uh, I, because I, because I, because I was, I've been in that on the other side before, right? Being yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I feel like it's a lot easier, coach, especially when you've been the student and then you go into. I know school. for sure. So like, I know like these guys. Like sometimes they'll come in, you know, not not wanting to give it their all, but I know they got it deep inside of them. We all, we all, they, they just know they're coming into this because they have the passion and the love for yeah the art, the art, like I say, right? Yeah. So I know, I know, I just gotta dig deep down into these guys and pull that out of them. Yeah. Every single day. And it made. What's your motivation? Know, What's your motivation to be this coach where you're like, I'm trying to get these guys every single day to be great. We're trying to be the best, man. That's it. You're trying to be the best. That's it. Strive <laughs> to be the best, man. We know we've been we've been competing as a team since yeah. what, like 2008, 2009, since we were little kids. Yeah. Um. We we you know as much as it it is fun and games at the end of the day. Um. When we, we don't win titles. That, when we don't win that first place, you know, it's just like shit. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah i like i get it keep your heads high we do we come back stronger for sure yeah but um you we, we strive to be the greatest at every competition for sure man all right uh is it easier being the student when you're learning or is it easier being the teacher now Ooh, when i first started out no when i first started out it's way harder being the student for sure man okay yeah yeah and uh you're saying it, it was a lot easier adjustment uh being a teacher and just telling people what you wanted done than being learning on the run as a student for sure because you're 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 only teaching sort of when you're super like into the game like i only yeah. started teaching after like 15 years after Bill belichick after. yeah <laughs> you know something <laughs> like that like so like 14 15 years into it before i started teaching right so i took all of my experiences and and put them into what i into into my coaching abilities. Okay, and you you okay? What compare yourself to coach? Jeez, man, uh, that's that's you. You know it's my boy Eric Spolstra, man. Eric Spolstra. 
The Miami <laughs> way, the hard you, you you come to Miami, it's that way. LeBron had to come. LeBron had to change his ways. You know that. Hundred percent. We heard practice. We had rumors. That's why LeBron left on the low. <laughs> no, you know he had to, but he had to show up in his full of dress before meeting and all that. You know he didn't do that shit in Cleveland. He was no, no. He's taking pictures and stuff. That's what I'm saying. You come to, you know, you come into that kind of system. You gotta, you gotta run up a system, right? Yeah. So you're saying you run that system at your. I team, run my right? system. Legit. We've had, I've had dancers come in and out. Actually, like they're like they. Like we haven't had the same team like throughout the years. It's been, you know, people. Some people stop dancing. You know, some people retire off it. Some people come in new, pick up new prospects. But the way that we've kind of moved about has always been the same. Nice. So, so yeah, you're running that Miami culture down there. Eh? That culture, <laughs> for sure, man. <laughs> I, I, tell me a story where you saw someone come and maybe uh, like has people quit where they've come come one day and you were just like, like again you're the Miami culture and then it's like that guy's like I'm not coming back here. We have man, many, many guys, <laughs> many guys. <laughs> not gonna go into not gonna go into too much detail, but yeah, many guys for sure. Yeah, that's so hurt. I can feel it. Like when you're trying something new and like I always say, I feel yeah. like I'm a player's coach. I am a player's coach because I guess like I like. Like I'm a bit more like lenient. I guess you're more of that like again, coach forward. Like if you come to my gym, bring your A game because we're going hundred. We're going hundred ten percent, not even a hundred. For sure, for sure, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, different coaching. Show up with a hundred or don't show up at all, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just end it off on this thing. I just wanted to ask you, uh, yeah. your favorite sports moment. Ooh, favorite sports moment. Well, you're like, this is time. like, you're that's, just like... It, that's that's too easy, man. It's it's the reason, like, I pretty much got into watching basketball. And it was my my first favorite player, you can kind of say. My brother guys as well. Uh, Vince Carter, that dunk competition, 2000. Hands down. <sighs> Hands down. It, it influenced <laughs> the lives of me and my brothers to, like, the next level. We wanted all that drip. We wanted those shoes. We wanted everything Vince Carter. You know, you remember that. You remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, that <laughs> like it's just like, yeah. I mean, you used to show me that dunk competition every single time we would come bro, over. Bro, we watched that religiously, didn't we? Not yeah, every dunk. Bro, we're watching this dunk competition. <laughs> we're done watching this dunk competition. We're watching this dunk competition. And I had never seen it when I saw it for the first time. I like obviously I I didn't have the understanding of the game like I do now, but yeah, I'm like that moment is so iconic for so Canada, iconic, Toronto, and just like. Vince Carter yeah, himself, yeah. like yeah, definitely, man. It, it it put him into like the mainstream kind of, you know, like yeah. he was he was for sure like that. Air Canada, people called, yeah. People called him like the rival to Kobe, like as he early early on came into the league, right? Yeah. And that that kind of solidified. It. It's like yeah, this guy's here. It's like he's hype. He's he's solid. He's sick. You know. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Okay, I'll just tell you my well, my favorite sport moment was my favorite yeah. sports moment is uh, I think it's like two thousand. I think six, right? Um, it's NBA, uh, the NBA. Uh, I think semifinals, Kobe versus the Lakers. I mean the the Phoenix Suns, Suns and yeah. uh, that's when Steve Nash had won the MVP. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I could say the shot because that shot is so iconic as well. Because when he does the rip over the jersey, but that was mm-hmm. uh, that's when I was getting into Kobe understanding his game. But like, yeah, when it like. Steve Nash is in the court and this is Phoenix Suns turn it over and Steve Nash tries to take a charge and Kobe yeah. Bryant dunks it on Steve Nash just Nasty. hanging with one <laughs> hand like 
Bro, like, what's up? That's you thought you were MVP, bro? Like, do you, like, uh, do you know who I am? He, he was choked. He didn't get the MVP that year, man. Dude, they were up 3 <laughs> They were, what, 3-0 in that series or something? Yeah, no, they were up. They were up. Yeah, they were, I think. Kobe gave it to him. That's Co- that Mamba mentality, man. Kobe. Before we close it, I was going to quickly get like, one more story. For your, sure. Your favorite, like, we grew up as Kobe, like, that Kobe-LeBron beef type of thing, right? Because For if sure. you choose one, like, sure. you Kobe or LeBron, like, that's what we heard our entire life. That's how it was, yeah. I was always LB, but uh, I never... The we're, only, both, we're both LB. But the problem was with me was I didn't understand Kobe's game at the time because I was a fanboy of LeBron James. Uh, the same so, way. It's me, yeah. So I was defending everything that would like, yo, like Kobe's a better scorer, but no, LeBron's a better, LeBron's a better overall passer. Like I didn't understand what Kobe was doing because again, we were the, younger, we were, we were younger. younger. We didn't understand. And the media always were like portraying Kobe as, as like this bad guy of like, yo, he doesn't pass the ball. Like Kobe doesn't have X on his button. That's the things I heard growing up about, like on Kobe Bryant. For sure. And then once like I got a full understanding and like, just like this guy is it's ridiculous bro like the amount of respect i have for that had for him later in his career was oh my god like i i always tell people this story this is my favorite kobe story he's talking to i think ahmad rashad or someone and uh he's like he he's like yeah like i don't even worry about the double team like i see that every day i worry about when the third defender is coming over yeah for sure what Like you're cool with the double team, like that's that doesn't that doesn't phase you at all. It's like, like no. no, he's work, third defender because like yeah. the th- Kobe, I the Kobe's best thing was that like, he scaled obviously everything, but he made shots that like you could like you you know when you play D with someone you're like I'm Ding you up today like you ain't scoring shit like that's what people did and Kobe would like the shots are not supposed to go in the ones he made it was just. just like eyes closed i'm like this guy's... like like we were like we were too young obviously well, to understand even, kobe even though and we never saw a jordan play right yeah so it's just like shit this guy's <laughs> killer right <laughs> kobe is basically like michael jordan's like a lamborghini like high end lamborghini kobe just like he took the same essential not things needed and he just off, he man. just souped up his car yeah for sure right and lebron i always say is like a bugatti because like he took a different route he, he took a different route and he he, he route. was just he's just built different like he, he's built he, different he, he yeah he yeah anyways i don't want to talk about lebron anymore but uh <laughs> your kobe story your kobe story like tell me what you're like kobe's like your favorite kobe story and like what he meant to you because we're also like close to his uh he passed around this time last year right yeah what was yeah, i think it was uh 27th i believe right or 26th around there yeah yeah man the mamba it's crazy all those all those battles honestly man just coming up with with like all these like like young the, the young cats like the the mellows the lebrons the you have them all the business all of them the business and and they thought they're all top shit coming into this <laughs> league right but it's just like nah bro like i'm still here like like i, I can't pick out like a specific moment exactly but I just mean like, you know, when people thought they had that league still. Kobe had like, it. No, I'm I'm still here. Like, you know, he won those early <laughs> chips, like early 2000s. And then he takes that dry spill during the mid 2000s. Yeah. Where he's playing with like the worst of the worst. Shannon, ever. Oh my God. Kwani Brown, PJ Parker. Don't even get into it. Don't even get Mush into Parker. that. Mush Parker. Mush Parker. Jesus. But, um, 
yeah, so he fades away, and and the LeBron, the Melos, the you know, the D Wade's come into the league. Yeah, they're killing it. But when they're playing Kobe, hey, Kobe's Kobe's giving them the sauce, and <laughs> day in day out, um, he just didn't have that team around him, right? Yeah. And then and then what happens when he does have some sort of team around him? He wins back to back again, and it's like shit. Yeah, that. Right. Yeah. Again, I feel like uh, the moment where I feel like, like you said, he didn't he didn't want to give up his throne, bro. Like that guy legit died till like you had to Even take if, it from him. Man, that guy walked like off the court with an Achilles. What like came sorry came back onto the court with an Achilles injury, walked hit his free throws, walked off like in the end of his career too. It's like who who else is gonna do that? If Kobe doesn't get he did that, not want to stop. If Kobe didn't get that Achilles injury, bro, like that guy was still balling, bro. Like, balling, like, balling, like, like, that's one thing. Whereas, like, Kobe, like, he he wasn't athletic, like crazy, like that. He was when he was younger, but Kobe's game was like jab, step, jab, yeah. step, jumper Pure in skill. your face, just oh yeah, all skill. He was the kind of guy that just had that game like in the palm of his hand, you know, like yeah. he had it all written down and just like, what should I do today? Should I do this, that, or that? <laughs> okay, I'll do this. Okay, let's go beat this guy with this. Boom, and he'll kill you. Like yeah. he can just choose to do a spin move all game long, and he'll beat you with a spin move all game long. Like, too many stories. Yeah, quickly to touch up, guys. We kept this long, but uh, going back, that the one thing I did realize again, like basketball was the number one thing. If I should have modeled my game more around what Kobe did, because that was more skill. Yeah, it's something sure. you could have learned like develop like a shimmy like a f- up and under or like a fake a pump right something you can practice over something you can practice and like you be like i always tell people they're like yo how do you beat a defender i'm like you be you can beat them with your mind you don't need to have that Kyrie flashy handle no. like they, you can like, beat people with your mind perfect example exactly. of that is luca luca donches like bro he or, plays at or, his own pace or the the Joker, Jokic. Yeah, Jokic is a prime example of that too. You're playing his, every time he has that ball in his hand. You're, you're playing, playing his his game, his game bro. Going you at his that, own pace. You see him like when he backs down, like he feel, he'll feel that defender on his back. He doesn't need to look at you. He'll know where you are. Yeah. He'll he'll, he'll be one step ahead of you because he's calculating his next step. Yeah, he's everything he's worked on is skill, very skill like leveled, very highly skilled player. That that just comes from practice, man. And Kobe, practice. I felt like there's that one guy that just. Preached lived, that the most. Lived, yeah, lived there, literally. Lived it. Yeah, yeah. literally lived it. <laughs> lived it, yeah. Yeah, and that's been the podcast, guys. It's uh, been your boy on More Than Sports. Shout out to my boy, Arvin. And yeah, take care. And we'll see you back on the next episode. <laughs>